You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday, and I believe tonight at sundown, it is the last day of Hanukkah. There you go. Yeah, I know. Pretty cool. Ready to shake my menorah, baby. Woo! <sighs> Yeah, we got a lot of stuff on the plate today. If if this were a uh, a restaurant, it would be an all you can eat buffet. So uh, we got a ton of things to get to with uh, what's going on with uh, the uh, cases that are being uh, on hold uh, for Donald Trump and the possibility that they are even going to make it to to trial next year. It looks like maybe the wheels off the the uh, Jack Smith train are well or uh, well it wouldn't be he's off the rails. I'll just tell you that. So we'll get to all that on the uh, on the show as the show progresses. Got a couple special guests on the show today, including John Schneider, John Schneider of uh, originally of Dukes of Hazard. You uh, you Gen X. Uh, many of you, you uh, Gen X women, maybe had a had a poster of John Schneider on your wall, and then he went on and he's done a lot of stuff since it's Smallville and all that for all you millennials. And uh, he's a musical artist and he's a friend of the show. And so we're going to touch base with him today. Uh, we've also got the guy who's running for AG in the state of Missouri to fill the boots of uh, Eric Schmidt. Will Sharp's going to be talking about all these cases going to the well, the couple of cases that are going to the Supreme Court. One representing Jan Six, one representing Donald Trump. So we got that coming up, but we got some fun too. We got a lot of fun today. We got some new, uh, new uh, satire that we're going to present you that uh, Jim Gossett and I came up with. You know, we're like these little elves. <clears throat> we just work on stuff all the time, and while you're sleeping, we're uh, we're busy working real hard on some stuff. And and I'm going to play that in just one moment. I do want to mention this. This is kind of funny. This is Peter Ducey slipping yesterday during a uh, a presser with uh, Corinne Jean Pierre. Is President Biden? <laughs> It's President Biden. <laughs> President Biden. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody says because everybody knows that Joe Biden is pulling, or uh, that uh, uh, that Barack Obama is pulling the strings. It's President Biden. It's President Biden. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Actually, he was talking to the uh, uh, liar, the vice president of lying in the uh, Biden administration, John Kirby. Corinne Jean-Pierre is the president of lying, and John Kirby is the VP. Good story for us. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, your, your president that, uh, that Joe Scarborough and others says is mentally completely, his faculties are great, he's ready for another term, uh, mumbled through a presser yesterday. I want to thank my, uh, my, my introducer. I know you're down to 35, but it's going to get down to 2,000 bucks a year. Max, max, 2035. So, taxpayers already are chipping in, making, paying a lot of money for that here at NIH to get these brilliant scientists to go out and find cures, find answers to drug problems, to to drugs, for with the use of drugs for health problems. What the hell? We're already begun to secure fair pricing clauses and contracts for new COVID vaccines, three new COVID vaccines. And I'll give folks a little more, just my dad just says, a little more breathing room. Just a little more breathing room. That's what Bidenomics is all about. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's your dear leader right there. That's the, uh, 
That's a person that <laughs> the mainstream media is still defending, still saying is completely his his uh, brain is working fine and uh, he's never done anything corrupt in his life. So there's that. But don't worry, don't worry about it because Kamala Harris is the vice president, and if Joe Biden has to step down or is driven driven from office by hook or by crook, hook of course is because he's mentally his brain's not working. Twenty fifth Amendment ain't gonna happen because the Democrats will put the you know they'll do a weekend at Bernie's. Joe could die and they put him in office. They take his corpse. And they keep it all like, don't they have like uh, oh linen, linen's corpse? They still display that every year. Still looks like he's still alive. I think they're going to do that with with Joe Biden uh, or by crook, which of course is uh, impeachment, which looks like it's going to happen because he's the most corrupt president in the United States history. But again, don't worry, this woman will be in charge. We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. <sighs> Let's hear that again. We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Okay, we're, uh, we're screwed. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much screwed there. Unbelievable. This is brand new from Jim Gossett. Vice President Kamala has nothing to say. Derp, derp. But she will say it anyway. She's got a word salad you won't understand. And you wish that she would go away. Not going to happen. The border she's in charge of, but she won't go there. It's a full-blown crisis, but she doesn't care. Nope, she doesn't. Vice President Kamala's one heartbeat away. And that should scare the hell, should scare the living hell. <laughs> that should scare the hell out of you. Oh, it does. I can't sleep. There you go. Yeah, I mean, months and months and months ago, I said we are not sending the best and brightest to Washington, D.C. If you think that the best and brightest are running our country right now, uh, you are smoking some of that newly legalized weed that is available in so many states because, I mean, that's the vice president of the United States. Okay, that, that's the, uh, the vice president of the United States. I mean, uh, you know, she is uh, even, I think, less qualified than uh, Claudine Gay to be the president of Harvard. That's how stupid she is. So... <laughs> It is, it is remarkable the uh, the situation we're in. But I have a good feeling. I have a good feeling that uh, that we're going to get through all of this because you know what? To get to enlightenment, you got to go through some tribulations. You know, and uh, man, we've been tribulating, haven't we? Have we been tribulating? <laughs> we've been tribulating. Now I don't know if you do this. You know, when Hunter Biden went out and did that presser in front of the uh, Senate where he defied the uh, subpoena of Congress, which I hope will get him. Uh, uh, you know, get him some serious legal jeopardy, maybe get him arrested and held in contempt. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath, you know, because he's not Steve Bannon and he's not Peter Navarro. But uh, but anyway, apparently, uh, Corinne Jean-Bierre mentioned that uh, Joe and Hunty, well, may have talked the night before, which would mean that Joe knew that Hunter was going to defy Congress and that could put him in some serious trouble. Uh, Jonathan Turley, who is a, a, Georgia, a Georgetown law professor, a liberal, but also a pretty decent thinker, although he did a faceplant in front of the, uh, the first impeachment inquiry. 
in charge. Oh, Kevin McCarthy says he'd gladly uh, be in a in a uh, a cabinet position under the new Trump administration. <laughs> I know, I know. Isn't that funny? That's hilarious. That, I wouldn't put him in my medicine cabinet, to be quite honest. Uh, anyway, Jonathan Turley says, if Joe Biden did confer with Hunter about uh, on defying Congress, it was a breathtaking mistake. Obstruction is a potential article of impeachment. There you go. So you got, let's see, all the criminality and uh, and all the, the bribes and the, uh, the money coming from our enemies into the Biden family. Uh, you know, quid pro quo Joe because you know, his presidency is the quid pro quo. Uh, let me see what else you got. Uh, you got now this, an impeachable, uh, possibly because he discussed uh, defying Congress with his son, and then he did that, you know, that's, that's when. I, oh, and then there's that southern border thing that he's allowed to uh, breach the sovereignty of America and allow a wholesale I- invasion of our country by, uh, by our enemies. A lot of them are I- our enemies coming from enemy states just flowing across the southern border, military. Military age males, and uh, here is Kareem Jean Pierre actually letting the cat out of the bag. Hello, thank you, thanks, Green. Uh, you said that President Biden was familiar with what his son was going to say on Capitol Hill. If I called my dad and said I am about to violate a congressional subpoena, he'd probably say, "Son, you shouldn't do that." No. Was there? Any attempt by President Biden to talk Hunter out of it today? This is a pretty good. This is a pretty good question by Peter Ducey, because he got more out of this than I would have ever expected until I saw Jonathan Turley point it out. You're gonna call your dad, Steve. I'm dad usually. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I don't have anything else to add. The president was familiar with what. Um, Hunter was going to say today. Ding dong! There you go. The president was familiar with what Hunter had to say, which means that Joe knew that Hunter was going to ignore the subpoena. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, look. There you go. I need you clear. There you go. So, uh, Corinne Jean Pierre literally let the cat out of the bag. He, uh, Hunter or Joe knew what Hunter was going to say when he defied the subpoena. So that is technically illegal. I'm not uh, holding my breath on it, and I'm not sure why I'm getting my feedback in my ear. But it's uh, kind of uh, distracting me a little bit here. So, Brian, if you could take care of that. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. So uh, anyway, um, on uh, Thursday's broadcast of CNN This Morning, White House spokesperson Ian Sams, who became really, really, uh, I guess, uh, uh, top of the mind the last 24 hours or so, uh, because he says such incredibly stupid things. Uh, he, uh, he responded to a question on whether President Biden uh, agreed with his son Hunter defying a congressional subpoena by stating that I'm not going to get into a father's conversations with his son except to say Hunter's private person. He can make his own decisions about handle how to handle these sort of things. Well, the problem is that uh, he may be a private person, but he is very involved in a very public person's financial dealings for at least the last decade, and those financial dealings uh, included getting a Ukrainian prosecutor fired from a company he was hired despite having no experience extorting at least $10 million from said individual uh, among other things and getting uh, money from China, from Ukraine, from U- U- Romania and others, uh, our enemy states, to the Biden family uh, as, a, uh, as a quid pro quo. There you go. So there, there's that going on. But here is Ian Sams also being called out by CNN. I played this briefly yesterday. I wanted to hear it again because it's really good. So they're just making up lies 
to attack the president in a relentless smear campaign that frankly has been going on for four straight years now. We've been extremely clear over and over again for years and nothing has changed. The president. No, you've never been clear. That's the amazing thing. Every time that the Biden administration says they're clear, they are the opposite of clear. They are the, they are the factual equivalent of really bad cataracts. The president was not in business with his son, period. They're trying to make up all sorts of allegations Ian, and make with, up lies. With respect, I'm not citing Jim Jordan here. I was in some of the White House press briefings where it was said explicitly the president did not talk to his son about business dealing. That, that is very clearly not the case. And I think the <laughs> statement from the White House has changed uh, and I think been a little bit more precise over the course of the last several months. It's what the president said on the campaign trail as well. I'm not saying this is like an impeachable offense or... Uh, some grand uh, indictment, but it is a fact that the president said one thing that ended up being not true. Did you hear how the uh, the uh, CNN anchor, I believe that is Phil Mattingly, was almost apologetic in having to confront <laughs> to confront Ian Sams about the facts? Like, I'm not trying to say it's impeachable or anything. I'm just saying, you know. And, and Ian Sams is over here uh, giving him a load of crap. And and as soon as uh, he gets a little pushback, Phil Mattingly kind of goes, "Well, you know, I'm not saying whatever." Because CNN still isn't down with it. I mean, they're getting close there. I think they're trying to cover their butts a little bit before all of this hits the fan, try to act like maybe they are real investigative with regard to the uh, criminality, possible criminality of the of the Bidens. But, uh, you know, they don't want to make any enemies right now because we all know what happens to uh, a Democrat enemies. Yeah, they get investigated and they have their advertisers taken away and they get killed on social media. So that's what it is. Now, coming up, we've got uh, one of the big uh, uh, players in the uh, prosecution uh, or actually the uh, ignoring of uh, uh, Joe Biden's possible criminality. Leslie Wolf has actually left her position with the government. We're going to get to that. Also, the uh, the Senate is going to come back in session next week because the border is so important. No, actually, they just want that Ukrainian funding. But we'll get to that as well as your phone calls. The number is 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson, and I'm proud to say Omaha Steaks is a sponsor of my show. I've been getting and sharing Omaha Steaks for years, and now you can too. Just go to omahasteaks.com. You're going to get 50% off site-wide, and when you use promo code CARSON at checkout, you get an additional $30 off. Juicy fillets, incredible burgers, gourmet hot dogs. Go to omahasteaks.com for 50% off site-wide, and use my name, Carson, as the promo code for an additional $30 off. Minimum order may be required. is the 15th, 10 days until Christmas. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am in the Christmas spirit. Unfortunately, I'm dragging uh, everyone in my family kicking and screaming into the Christmas spirit this year. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we've got, uh, we got a lot of stuff coming here. I want to mention this. Um, uh, a federal prosecutor who allegedly interfered in Hunter Biden's probe which he used to pay for, by the way. It was, uh, I think they called that a number two. 
Uh, I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, leaves the Justice Department. This is kind of funny. Uh, Number two, I just got that. Uh, A federal prosecutor who who allegedly interfered in the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden to protect both President Biden and son recently left the Justice Department. Her name is Leslie Wolf. And uh, she's a former Delaware U.S. Uh, attorney uh, uh, in, in uh, like I said, in Delaware. Uh, a quiet departure emerged. She appeared for a deposition with the White House Committee on Thursday morning following the Wednesday night vote to formally authorize the impeachment. This is so verbose. Uh, into Joe Biden over his role in his son and brother's foreign business dealings. Wolf's starring role in the alleged cover-up in the criminal tax probe and foreign lobbying investigation is a big part of the impeachment inquiry, with whistleblowers saying that she discouraged asking questions about the big guy, or dad, referring to Joe Biden, claiming there was no, quote, no specific criminality to that line of questioning. Even though Hunter Biden's a crack-addled monger who got kicked out of the military and somehow managed to make $30 million. <laughs> But I mean, everybody has that potential. Addicts, you have hope. All you do, you do all you got to do is be a crack-addled monger who refuses to acknowledge the birth of a, an illegitimate child and spends nine hundred thousand dollars on prostitutes and sex services in two years. That's all you got to do, addicts. Just listen to Hunter. He's setting the example. He's raised the bar, as it were. So uh, whistleblowers say that she'd discourage asking witness about the big guy. Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler are the uh, whistleblowers. And they say that uh, Wolf tipped off Hunter Biden's lawyers to investigate steps and forbade inquiries into Joe Biden, even when communications mentioned him. So she was one of the big players that covered up all of this stuff we're discovering now about Joe and Hunter Biden. And when this all comes out in this impeachment, the FBI is going to have to be held accountable for it. The DOJ is going to be, have to be held accountable for it because, honestly, it's, it's just beyond belief. This, this, uh, you'd always use the, the, uh, the Watergate comparison. Watergate was nothing like this. Watergate was a fart in a Cat 5 hurricane. Compared to this, Wolf uh, instructed FBI agents, allegedly, in August 2020 to remove references to Joe Biden again. Uh, writing needs to redraft. There should be uh, nothing about political figure one, which is Joe Biden. Uh, and then uh, federal prosecutor allegedly interfered in a five-year probe into first son Hunter's Biden has left the Justice Department, a source familiar with the move, according to the, uh, the, 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 the Post. The FBI agents who drafted the affidavit, they believe that they had sufficient evidence, probable cause to support the uh, political figure in the affidavit, Joe Biden, and self-identified Democrat and veteran I IRS who worked on the case for years. So basically, uh, she was very involved. She uh, actually reached out to Hunter Biden's defense team, told them about investigators' plans to search a Northern Virginia storage unit that contained business records. Okay, there's that. Once again, circumventing uh, uh, evidence, possibly allowing uh, Hunter to get rid of it. Uh, Shapley is one of the uh, one of the whistleblowers. Uh, investigators were also barred from searching a guest house at Joe Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home, where Hunter often stayed to find supporting evidence. Remember what I said about Joe Biden? All the confidential, classified documents in the garage, and Joe Biden spends a third of his time in Ro- in Rehoboth in the house. You know why? Because I think he's doing business there. 
Yeah. The whistleblower is also accused Weiss' office of giving Hunter Biden's legal team advanced knowledge of planning uh, an interview in uh, in uh, late 2020, scuttled a planned approach, and said that prosecutors didn't inform them about a paid FBI informant's tip that Joe Biden received $10 million in bribes from Burisma, which paid Hunter up to $1 million a year to serve on its board beginning in 2014 when Vice President Dad led U.S. policy toward U.S. Ukraine. Other than that, there's nothing to see here. Oh, yeah. And then Joe Biden did say publicly that he was going to take away a billion dollars in loan guarantees to Ukraine unless they fired the prosecutor investigating the gas company that Hunter Biden was on. Other than that, this should be cut and dried. I mean, he should be acquitted immediately. Or it's the biggest uh, scandal in U.S. political history. And I'm going to go with answer number two on that one. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. convincing our team or others to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." That kind of implicates I said, I'm Bo- you're not getting the billion dollars. Obama. I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bee, they fired him, and they did. And that that uh, tape is not being addressed by. Uh, uh, Joe Biden these days. <laughs> They're not talking about that tape, but that's what you call hubris, guys. That one's, that That uh, is the kind of attitude you have when you know that the media will cover for you no matter what you do. And it was very clear that Joe Biden had major sway over a Ukrainian gas company that was crooked from the day uh, as the day is long. They were attempting to establish a footprint in the United States, and they brought on Hunter Biden as a board member to gain a foothold in the states, and, uh, and they were corrupt. And, uh, and Joe Biden decided to get involved in a uh, prosecutor going after the company. Because they, the, Ukraine was going to get a billion dollars because they'd shown progress on overcoming corruption. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about it. But, uh, you know, there you go. There you go. Um, We've got some other stuff I want to get to uh, with regard to these cases with uh, Donald Trump and the January Sixers uh, and the statute that's been used against them that's never been used before. So that's coming up. Uh, Are you doing your Christmas shopping? I can't think of anything better as a gift, honestly, as as a gift for adults than steaks, than amazing steaks, amazing products from Omaha Steaks. Honestly, you know, you can give tchotchkes and you can give this and you can do this. But, I mean, there is nothing better than sharing a marvelous meal with your family. 
And Omaha Steaks is wonderful. I got two Omaha Steak burgers in there. I've waited all week. I just laid them out this morning. I'm going to throw a couple of these Omaha Steak burgers on the grill tonight, and we are going to feast. And right now, when you go to Omaha Steaks, if you want to, you want to give someone the the glory that is Omaha Steaks. If you go to OmahaSteaks.com, fifty percent off site wide. 50% off site-wide, and then when you use my name, Carson, at checkout, $30 off. Another 30 bucks off. Now, Ken, my producer, uh, Redneck MacGyver, he said, Rob, you got to mention those uh, caramel apple tartlets because their desserts are ridiculously awesome, too. And they are. Among the sides that they have, the scalloped potatoes that they have, and they all come with a 100% money-back guarantee, flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, ready when you are. Five generations of family-owned expertise uncompromising quality you can trust. I know this. I'm from Omaha, and I know Omaha Steaks. So, again, 50% off site-wide, omahasteaks.com. When you go to checkout, just put my name in. Carson, you get another 30 bucks off. Hey, let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz, the home of glorious KSCOR affiliate there. Buster, welcome to the show. What's up? Hey, Rob, I'm moving locations. I hope you can hear me. You're okay. Okay, great. Listen, Hunter, man, the more I hear about this guy, I'm convinced he is one sick puppy. And I want to recommend some kind of, if I was a judge, get him in some kind of rehabilitation uh, situation, you know, because... Hey, uh, hey, Buster, Buster, uh, I got a better idea. Put him in jail. Because he's already been re- to rehab three times. He spent $70,000 on three rehab attempts. And when he moved into the White House, they found a bag of cocaine that the Secret Service uh, covered up. Covered up completely. Blew up the evidence, the DNA evidence, uh, the camera that was on the lockers and the whole deal. So I'm kind of done with the rehab on this guy. I think he needs to go to jail. You know, I have no sympathy I, I for him. I have no sympathy anymore for him, Buster. Nope. And neither do I. You know why? Because this is BS. There's no way he kicked all that cocaine. He's still yeah. doing it on the slide. Well, you saw you him know? on the balcony at the White House that night when they found the cocaine. He's walking around. He's high strung. He's he's rubbing his fingers on his nose. I don't know. Uh, you know, I've never done cocaine myself. Nor do I ever plan to. Although some people think that I'm on cocaine some days, because you know I kind of move at a really rapid pace. Uh, but well, but uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's obvious. You know, it's obvious if if the first time that cocaine is found in the White House just happens to be the same time that Hunter Biden, the most prolific and uh, and famous cocaine addict in the world, lives in the White House, you might want to say maybe see if there's some DNA, uh, maybe find the person who brought it, just to, you know, make sure that he's clean. You know, Rob, I'll tell you what they say about cocaine, and I've what? done it. I've done the best. The Peruvian flake. Okay, here's what cocaine. Cocaine is like a joke. You can't wait for the next line. And there you that go. Is, that is the absolute truth. It's one, oh, man, that's one bad, bad, bad drug. All right, bro. Thanks for the phone call. I got to go. I got to run, Buster. Thanks for the phone call. This is what the, uh, the, the, the view the view, and I was thinking about this last night, and I'm the father of two kids. And no father who loves his son as much as he claims to love his son would hustle his cocaine-addled son around the world to obtain money for influence. Only a mob boss would do that with their kid and be cool with it. I'm I mean, serious. 
Think about your the portrayals of uh, of mafia. If there is a Don, then the kids are a part of the business no matter what dad asks the kids to do. So if it's, you know, rub somebody out, so if it's uh, do something illegal, you're part of the family. That's what it reminded me of. No loving father would do this. No, no loving father would fly his son on Air Force Two around the country uh, in China without any Secret Service protection, coming back with a $1 billion hedge fund that he was in charge of. Uh, no loving father would do that. So this bullcrap about Joe Biden being a loving father... No, he's not. He's not a loving father at all. But the view, of course, and this is the same kind of, I use this, uh, this uh, analogy. They're using this kind of uh, sympathetic approach to Hunter Biden. I don't know what it is. It's the same kind of thing that makes some people fall in love with death row inmates. Maybe it's because they think they can change them. I don't know why it is, why some women, particularly on The View here, would uh, would defend this man rather than go, hey, you know what? Maybe the family's, you, you, there's only so many. Listen, he was trafficking in women. Okay, young women, no woman being trafficked for sex is doing it voluntarily. That's not her, that's not what she went to school for. That's not what she wants to do with her life. She's being trafficked. This on top of the fact that he is a cocaine addict of the first degree who was involved in a criminal operation with his father. All right? Here is the view attempting to uh, make us feel pity for uh, Hunter Biden and the love of his father. Of taxpayer dollars. Joe Biden's crime is being Hunter Biden's father. And being Hunter Biden's very loving father, very good father, very supportive. And listen to the audience. Oh, yes, whatever they say. Oh, my God, hurry up. I want to watch Drew Barrymore's show after this. Father, look. Did Hunter Biden influence pedal on his last name? Yes, he did. So did half of Washington. People Okay, see, that's moral relativity, which shows the, uh, the lack of uh, preparation and intelligence. That's what moral relativity is. Okay, it's been going on forever. When you equate, it's like saying, oh, you know, uh, 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 Hamas had a right to go murder all those people in Gaza because, you know, those are Jews are occupiers. Sitting at this table did it. Did, Joe, uh, did Hunter Biden... <laughs> Oh, and that's when they implicated Meghan McCain. That's why Meghan McCain is now uh, is now considering a lawsuit. Listen to this. Did so did half of Washington. People sitting at this table did it. Did Joe? Uh, did Hunter Biden? She's literally saying McCain, Meghan McCain, was part of an influ- influence peddling ring when she was in D.C. And McCain is pissed about it. And normally I could give a rat's behind about Meghan McCain, but she's right on this. <laughs> Hunter Biden cheat on his taxes? Yes, he did. So actually, who at this table? Okay, no, nobody, nobody cheats on uh, ill-gotten gains to that tune, to the tune of uh, 1.4 million dollars in unpaid taxes. I did. I'm not talking about currently. Oh, Oh, there you go. That's Megan McCain. She's talking about Megan McCain. So all it took, uh, after all of the evidence, all of the video, everything, was Hunter Biden going to Capitol Hill saying this. Come on. They've ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They've belittled my recovery. And they've tried to dehumanize me 
all to embarrass and damage my father, who has devoted his entire public life to service. Yes, and you have too, but you paid for the service. Uh, for those of you who need to know what uh, this is all about, one of the things that this is all about, uh, here's Marjorie Taylor Greene on Capitol Hill two days ago, uh, summarily being dismissed, all right? She brought up the uh, fact that Hunter Biden is a, an international sex trafficker. I would like to have asked Hunter Biden about violations. As soon as you said that, uh, yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. And they shut it off. Care about that. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, Hunter Biden's worse than a deadbeat dad. And, and this is the stuff that the Democrats don't want to talk about, of course, because they believe in defending all women, except when it comes to women that Hunter Biden has sex trafficked or uh, Israeli women being raped by Hamas and women that he got pregnant and refuses to acknowledge uh, his children and women that he refuses to pay and take care of his kids. Um, this is who Hunter <laughs> Biden is, and the press corps does not want to talk about it. No. When I brought that up, the, the, the entire media, the whole press circle that was standing right there went silent, and none of them had a question or anything yeah, to why? say. Why? Because they don't know what to say wow. when it comes to that evidence. And if you can remember, Benny, because I know we talked about it and we talked about it on this show. Talking to Benny Johnson, uh, Newsmax contributor and uh, incredible uh, uh, pundit, uh, journalist. When we had our committee hearings and I showed evidence of that, the Democrats went into full meltdown mode. Jamie Raskin, AOC, all of them went into meltdown mode and accused me of showing porn or, or revenge porn during the committee <laughs> hearing when absolutely that's not what it was. It was real proof of human trafficking, which is man act violations. You know, isn't it amazing? Uh, they were all down with the hashtag Me Too movement and all that. And, uh, and you know, the National Organization for Women, they were all down with, you know, Clarence Thomas years ago. And, and yet Hunter Biden can literally traffic women, uh, sex traffic women. And, uh, and uh, I mean, uh, throw away a gun in a trash can near a high school and nobody seems to care. Not Democrats. They'll give him a pass. He can be saved. You know Roger Clinton was one major druggie. You know Amy Carter with Castro was huggy. <laughs> but do you recall Why, who? the biggest embarrassment of them all? He's a victim. Hunter, the white-nosed addict. Static had a very coke-filled nose. Like a light bulb. That didn't work. And when he's telling falsehoods, <laughs> you might even say it grows. Or blows. All of the crooked Bidens. Bidens. Welcomed Hunter in their fold. Dear, dear, dear. They told him that the White House, White House could easily be bought and sold. And it could. Then one day, Daddy Joe said to the Ukraine, This is Jim Gossett. Fire the guy looking at my son, or the billion dollars you'll get none. All of the Chinese love him, love him. Hear them shouting out with glee. She, Hunter the white-nosed addict, addict, wrote the book on bribery. All right, so coming up, uh, Mitch McConnell has decided that they're going to come back next week to talk about uh, border security. We're going to get to some of that. And your phone calls at 800-922-6680. This is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show.
So Aaron Rodgers could be back playing for the Jets soon, maybe even this weekend. Uh, this is really remarkable because he he snapped his Achilles tendon. All right, uh, you know, and when when you snap your Achilles tendon, you ever watch one of those old timey uh, window blinds that you pull down? They're round, and you pull it all the way down, and then all of a sudden it just goes whoop right up. It goes flips around. That's what his leg looked like. Because <laughs> once that uh, that uh, tendon lets go, the muscle just goes and just like that. So uh, Aaron Rodgers appears to have gained full mobility on his right leg and is comfortably throwing the football in practice. This is uh, remarkable, remarkable. Did you see that game last night? Oh my lord in heaven! Uh, wow, San Diego and the uh, and the Raiders. Uh, un- Forty-two to nothing at the half. I think it hit sixty-seven twenty-one. <laughs> Wow. I'm not a big Raiders dude, you know, because uh, I live in Kansas City. But, uh, man, they got they got just destroyed last night. Uh, Rodgers is expected to be uh, medically cleared to return on Christmas Eve. Uh, just like Mrs. Brady when the kids prayed f- for her voice to come back. There's a Gen, a- Gen X uh, hat tip over here. Uh, whether or not Rodgers will play against the Commanders in New York's third to last game this season depends on Jets coach Robert Slay. Um, I don't know. I, wait a minute. Is his last name Slay? Like Santa's? Wait a minute. This is starting to make sense here. This is starting to make sense. So less than a month after undergoing surgery, September uh, 13th, Rodgers was walking around unaided. Two weeks later, Roger was throwing a football uh, and hitting at a return. This is a, you know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? I think it's Gorilla Glue. I think it's Gorilla Glue. Uh, gorilla Glue is like d- the duct tape of glue. You can use it for anything. I kind of wonder if maybe they've come up with a surgical equivalent for uh, Gorilla Glue. The Senate is going to return uh, next week in hopes of a pre-Christmas border deal. Sure, they really, really want that uh, money for Ukraine. Uh, the Senate will return Monday in hopes of getting a, a border deal to unlock aid for Ukraine so they could give a rat's behind about the border. <laughs> Chuck Schumer uh, decided uh, Thursday to keep members in town next week, saying in remarks on the floor that negotiators will come, uh, will have more runway to seek a, a deal that has been elusive for members because the Democrats want the border open. Here's Harriet Hegeman talking about the uh, southern border invasion and what people are saying about it. And you know it as well as I do because you're screaming too. Every time you watch the news and you see this train loads of illegals coming across the southern border, you know what's going on. I do, too. We are putting the country, the federal government is putting us in jeopardy, our sovereignty in jeopardy, and they better do something about it. Here is Harriet Hageman. It's just pure gaslighting us to deflect attention from the failures of this administration. I went down to Yuma and I met with the folks at the hospital that have over $26 million in uncompensated care that they've provided to illegal aliens. I went and met with the farmers who are describing the fact that they have to destroy crops because of the invasion that we're seeing on the southern border. The newscasters and the mainstream media are starting to say, look, all of these are young men around 20, 30 years old, very few children, very few women, uh, what is this all about? Well, the fact is we're, we're seeing an invasion. In fact, I was just back in Wyoming. I did six town halls in six different counties. Yep. And one of the very top issues that everybody addresses with me is what are we going to do about securing the border and why in the world would the Biden administration try to destroy our country by bringing in our enemies? It doesn't matter why. They're doing it. 
they are doing it. See, this is what they do. I told you this. Remember a bad dog owners of the past? If their dog would make a mess, they thought they could go rub their the dog's face in it and the dog would learn. That doesn't help. But what the Democrat Party does, what Joe Biden has done, is they create a mess and they rub your face in it. And that's what they're doing. And there are migrants uh, uh, released by the Border Patrol. They actually go through TSA faster than paying passengers in Tucson. Literally, they, they take them past security without ID to load them on planes to go around the country. There you go. That's the mess. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, so coming up next hour, uh, Jill Biden's Christmas nightmare and the leftist politics associated with it. Uh, I'm going to defend Rod DeSantis. Also, Chicago won't let people vote on Sanctuary City and John Schneider at the bottom of next hour. Don't go anywhere.